Hello, this is pharmacist Tara Thompson, and welcome to the Mix It Up podcast, a show where we take you behind the counter to hear from experts in medicine, health, and pharmacy. So we are continuing our three-part series of allergy immunotherapy today, and today we're going to talk all about SLIT therapy, which stands for sublingual immunotherapy. In a previous podcast, we provided listeners with an overview of subcutaneous allergy immunotherapy, or SKIT. So today we're going to hear on this other dosage route or dosage form route of administration um, that is also very um, an interesting and an alternate way for patients to get their um, allergy immunotherapy treatment. Um, so today I wanted to welcome back uh, Mr. Bob Erskine. He is our resident allergy expert in the field, and he is going to go over this um, really interesting topic. So welcome back, Bob. Thank you for joining us. Glad to be here. Thanks, Tara. Yeah, we're so excited to have you talk about um, slit therapy today. I know there's so many interesting things and it's so different than skit therapy and um, just another piece of knowledge information that healthcare providers, pharmacist providers, um, mid-levels, allergists all need to know about. So very, very interesting. Excited to hear about this today. Um, so I wanted to introduce Bob. Um, Bob Erskine received his Bachelor's of Science in Microbiology from Texas A&M University and completed three years of postgraduate study at Harvard Medical School in the Division of Medical Sciences Immunology Program. He also has 10 years of lab experience um, in research and has gained extensive experience in the use of allergenic extracts for allergy skin testing and immunotherapy throughout his career. Today, he serves as our expert allergist, allergy specialist, a liaison at Innovation Compounding and is responsible for leading the pharmacy's portfolio of allergy products and services, including the Allerscripts program. The Allerscripts program is a science-based clinical program for allergy skin testing, subcutaneous immunotherapy, and sublingual immunotherapy. Um, so welcome, Bob. Um, he is definitely one of my go-to people for allergy um, immunotherapy information and um, knowledge. So we're so glad to have you. Um, so Bob, tell us a little bit about yourself. How did you get into this field? Let our listeners um, hear about your background and why this is such an important topic to you. Yeah, sure. So, you know, my background really kind of goes back to my childhood. I, I, I'm not just a, a science guy doing immunology research or, or clinical liaison work in allergy and immunology. Um, I'm actually an allergy patient myself and an asthma patient. Um, I struggle today with allergies and asthma. I, I can look back to when I was a child, I was actually skin tested at the age of seven uh, and, and found that I, I you know, lit up or was sensitive to just about everything that the allergist at that time tested me for at that young age. Um, I had eczema as a very young kid and I also uh, developed asthma, which I still have today. Uh, so I'm sort of that allergic March poster child. Um, so it's something I've lived and breathed for, for most of my life. And it really spurred my interest in both uh, the science uh, and the clinical aspects of, of the immune system, uh, something I've pursued my, my entire career. Uh, so this really is kind of my life's work and I, I, I enjoy it immensely. That's so neat. Thank you so much for sharing your story. It's so interesting to hear how people came into their particular fields. And I feel like a lot of it has to do with you know, we struggled with this ourselves. So I want to learn more about it. I want to educate myself. And then you find how interesting and informational it is. And you want to share that information with others. So thank you so much for doing that with us today. Um, before we dive into this particular therapy, slit therapy, um, tell us exactly what, 
what is it? What is sublingual immunotherapy? Why is it important for us to be talking about this today on the podcast? Yeah, absolutely. So, you know, the previous uh, segment, we did talk about the injection-based therapy for allergy immunotherapy, what we call subcutaneous or SCIT. Um, as you mentioned, sublingual is just another route of administration uh, for, for this treatment option uh, to really get allergens into the body so that we can retrain the immune system so that it's not so hyperreactive when we encounter the allergens in real life. Uh, so, you know, what is SLIT? You know, what, why is it somewhat different? I tell people it really is, it's same but different, or maybe it's different but same to shots. Uh, we really do use the exact same drug, what we call an allergenic extract. It's actually a biologic. These are made from the natural source materials, whether it's collected pollen or pet hair and dander, or we've grown molds in the laboratory, or, or we grow dust mites in culture. Uh, we use those source materials to create a natural product that is really a purified solution. What I kind of akin to an allergen tea, because <laughs> uh, it is ground up and put into solution and filtered. Um, and so like the subcutaneous route where we will mix these solutions uh, and kind of handcraft them, but based on patient's allergic sensitivities uh, and then inject them into the arm typically for sub-Q, uh, for sublingual, we do the kind of the same thing, but we just put these mixtures into a, a dropper vial essentially, uh, typically with some sort of metered pump. Uh, and these can be administered as drops under the tongue. And so in effect, we're kind of accomplishing the same feat as we do with shots. We're, we're bringing a mixture, a unique mixture of allergens to the patient and introducing it into the body, but rather than kind of jamming it into the arm, which is, you know, maybe looking back a hundred years from now, we'll see that that's pretty archaic, uh, but it really is quite effective in its approach. But the sublingual is, is a softer approach uh, for immunotherapy. It really is more of a passive route of administration where we allow the body to absorb it naturally uh, in the mucosa of the suboral space. So that's really kind of the main difference. Same drug, uh, same overall goal and effect, really just a different route of getting the allergen into the body. That's really interesting. And, and from a pharmacist perspective, I can imagine that slit therapy, sublingual immunotherapy might help with patient compliance in those patients who are needle shy or perhaps children who they're like, mommy, I don't want to go to the doctor every single week and get a shot in my arm. Um, so from a pharmacist perspective, sometimes our best options to recommend to patients are ones that are going to keep them compliant. Um, if a patient's not compliant with their therapy, there's no point of them trying to be on it. And like you said, sometimes when they stop, they would have to start all over and then you, you go back down that cycle and then they get frustrated and, um, you don't want them to fall off of something that's so important for their health. So, um, thank you so much for giving us that information. Um, I have a, I was kind of thinking like from a listener standpoint, we might have some listeners out there who are, who have allergies themselves. What would be, if I was a patient, what would be my first step into knowing what to take? Do I need to get tested to see what I'm allergic to? Do I just get like some cocktail that maybe, um, treats everything that, could be wrong with me. Um, what, what are the first steps for a patient? Um, and then, you know, what would they ask their provider in getting started on those? Great question. Yeah. So if you're a patient and you're, you're kind of considering doing allergy immunotherapy and maybe even considering whether I do the shots or the drops, you know, what, what's going to help me kind of go one way or the other, um, really for sublingual, we have to remember that, uh, something maybe I didn't point out previously is that this is, does use the same drug, 
But in the package labeling for this particular product, you know, it's the root of administration via sublingual is really not described. Therefore, this is still considered an off-label use of this particular product. Um, so in, in that case, you know, this really isn't reimbursed by insurance typically. So this typically ends up being an out-of-pocket cost for the patient. So that's something for the patient to keep in mind when they're discussing this with their healthcare provider, that this really is a cash pay type option. Um, uh, on the converse side, some of the advantages that SLIT does offer the patient is that, again, as you mentioned, this can be delivered at home. This is a much safer route of administration overall. It's not without risk, but it de definitely is a much safer route. We typically don't see a high incidence of reactions that we might see with the shots where we get some local injection site reactions or even more concerning systemic type reactions that might require aggressive medical intervention like epinephrine. Um, but with sublingual, you, know, you might get some little tingling or itching of the mouth or lips, um, which is very common, but typically goes away. But since this can be, is so safe, it can be delivered at home by the patient. So yeah, it, as you mentioned, it's very convenient. Um, it is actually administered on a daily basis, typically. Uh, there are different protocols out there for sublingual. Some are you know, three times a day or three times a week. Most practices I work with have settled on a daily treatment regimen, typically in the morning. Uh, this kind of really promotes patient compliance, which I think is really critical for especially sublingual uh, because sticking with this treatment over time is what's ultimately going to train that body to, to build some tolerance to those allergens that we're being treated with. Um, so really those two main concerns are, you know, that there's going to be an out-of-pocket cost typically with sublingual and uh, are there the, the safety profile for this particular thing is actually much lower. So it can be given at home, which does provide that convenience. Awesome. Awesome. Thank you so much. Um, and for any, I guess, providers or allergists or those who are listening who are like, this sounds like something I want to implement into my practice. I feel like I have a lot of patients that, you know, might want to benefit from these particular treatment sets. Um, Bob actually helps implement a lot of those programs into clinics. So if you're interested, um, please let us know and we will get you in touch with him. He has a very great program that he um, has put together to help test your patients and then help come up with the particular treatment regimens and mixes for your patients. So just a sidebar, um, something really interesting. I don't know if you want to elaborate a little bit more on that, Bob, or um, if that's kind of the, in a nutshell, what one of the things that you do in your particular position. No, absolutely. So as you'd asked earlier, and I probably didn't do a good job of explaining is, you know, what is that sort of that pathway for the patient to go from finding out what I'm allergic to, to actually getting a, a good treatment option that is something beyond what we might find at the local pharmacy that's on the shelf or over the counter. Um, so yes, absolutely. A patient will certainly want to probably, and most patients are really eager to identify what is it that is causing my allergic problems. Um, so there are testing options out there. Uh, the most common approach is going into the office of a, of a provider, a healthcare provider, whether it be an allergy specialist or, or a more a family practitioner, or even more of an integrated health practitioner, where we can actually get a, a live skin test. We will actually, the, the practice of the person, the technician in the office will take small amounts of these allergen uh, solutions, and then we'll do what's called a skin prick test. That's the most common approach, which is just a very light scratch of the skin. It's not very painful at all. It's just a, they provide a little itching, but that will create a very immediate reaction and, and help identify those particular allergen sources that are triggering that sort of aggressive reactivity that we, we typically think of for allergy. Um, it only takes about 15 minutes or so to get, to get that test done. Um, for patients who can't be skin tested or maybe can't come off certain medications that would interfere with that test, 
we can certainly order a blood test or what we call a serum IgE test. This is where we just draw blood and we can actually go and have a lab analyze for the specific antibodies that are in our serum, which trigger these types of reactions. Uh, and that too will provide information about which allergens we might wanna trigger or focus on for formulating treatment. So whether it's subcutaneous or the, or the sublingual drops, uh, the sort of same testing and treatment approach or philosophy goes into formulation. Very cool. Thank you so much for spelling out that pathway. I know that um, that's a lot of the questions that you get um, typically in the beginning is how do I how do I get started or how do I do this? And then that's a lot of questions that we get as pharmacists too. Like, how do I start to talk to my doctor about this? What do I need to do first, I guess? Um, and it's really interesting because, you know, we do have a lot of listeners on the podcast who are pharmacists or pharmacy students. And, you know, in school, we're taught, you know, all about the over-the-counter um, allergy products out there and how to recommend those for patients who walk up to the counter. Um, I mean, there's so many diphenhydramine, cetirizine, levocetirazine, loratadine. We're so used to saying, oh yeah, there's a whole row of allergy products, you know, if a patient comes up and says, I need something. But it's great to know that there are other options out there that we can actually treat the this particular allergic reaction or allergy condition at the source um, and then train and teach their body over time to um, be more welcoming and not to react to those particular allergens. So thank you so much, Bob, for that insight today. Um, we really appreciate you being on the show. Thank you so much. Um, and in closing, I wanted to, if you'll let the listeners know, how do they find you if they have any questions or um, if there's any providers out there who are looking to um, start an allergy program in their office or just want more questions, how would they get in contact with you? Sure, yeah, I'm always happy to answer questions or provide any guidance uh, clinically. Uh, I do have a LinkedIn profile, uh, it's under my name, uh, Robert Erskine. Uh, if, even if you Google just Robert Erskine and allergy, typically it's easy to find. Um, of course, you can always reach me directly at my innovation compounding email, which is rerskine at innovationcompounding.com. Um, so yeah, feel free to contact me anytime. Thank you again so much for your time and your expertise and sharing your knowledge and your story with us today. We really appreciate having you on the show. Thank you so much. It was my pleasure. Thank you, Tara. All righty. And thank you to all of our listeners who joined us on the Mix It Up podcast. We hope that you took something new away on your um, journey today. Um, and this does wrap up our three-part series about allergy immunotherapy. If you missed the um, subcutaneous or the over the counter, not sorry, the overview of allergy immunotherapy, feel free to check out our first two podcasts. They were really great information with Bob um, sharing his expertise on the entire condition as a whole. Um, and if you have any more information on the podcast or like to ask any questions about something you heard today, feel free to contact Bob or myself um, at info, I-N-F-O at innovationcompounding.com. And we will we'll see you guys next time. Thank you so much and be well.